It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. You're okay smart, but you're college smart, you know, so that's... You don't think I'm street smart, man? I think you're college smart. You don't think I could survive I honestly in Compton? Don't. Dude. I basically I honestly do not. Do you remember how I dressed in middle school? I was wearing them tall tees. That doesn't mean anything. One day in high school, I wore all red. Boy. What does that what does that mean, Christian? Uh you know What does it mean if you wear all red? Uh, that you're a blood. But I wasn't a blood. People said Hey, you look like a chocolate-dipped strawberry. I thought matching colors was super cool because I saw my brother do it. it. Matching colors makes sense. It definitely does. But, you know, I just think you could not handle You couldn't. Handle myself? No way. In the streets? Could you handle yourself in the streets? I think a little bit better than you could. Yeah, how about us two together? No, you'd, you'd weigh me down. I'd be fucked. I'd weigh you down? I'd be fucked. You'd weigh me down. No way, bro. Dude, I, I think I could survive. No, because I got the evil eyes, bro. I can make people not fuck with me just with my evil eyes. And Your you, evil eyes? And you get just like a soft thing about I you. I do have a soft Where people can be like, oh, we're going to fucking take that guy's wallet. But that's my fucking advantage right there. That's not an advantage. You it's know like soft I'm a people hustler. fucking die. That's why there was no soft I cavemen. I look soft, but guess that's who's hard, no soft boy? Cavemen. What? I could be a caveman. Have you seen this prominent brow? Yeah, but you wouldn't be a good caveman. All the good cavemen would look like me. Beautiful, chiseled uh, bodies. Chiseled. Yeah, chiseled. Chiseled. Like cut from marble by Adonis. Nah, you look like you're cut from raw careful meat. Careful here. Careful here, boy. <laughs> this you is careful. dangerous you territory. Be careful here, boy. I will slap the spit out of you. One time, um, I was, when my new my roommate in Davis, uh, oh, we shared a bathroom. And Gross. we were both in the bathroom Not like shirtless. What is no, this is a weird a weird story, but like we were both in the bathroom shirtless because we had just worked out and then uh we did yeah, that worked out, right. No, wink, don't wink. make it sound like that. We just worked out, you know, sometimes worked out you want to feel dick. yourself and you want to look <laughs> this sounds wrong. Feel yourself as in like man, I look kind of and you want to be like No, you just want to see your gains, yeah, right? No, I get you. Yeah. You, you want to see the pump at the gym. Uh but so we worked out and we were in the bathroom and we were both this guy's super cut. Uh, shout out to Cole Hoffberg. Um, but then he looked at me and I was like, man, I feel so depressed and flabby when I look at you. Like I, I've lost all this weight since I was younger and I, I was proud of that. But when I look at you, it's like I took steps backwards and he looks at me. He says, no, you don't look fat, but you do look like a guy who lost weight, <laughs> which is kind of I, I don't know how to take that. That's a backhanded compliment to me. Uh, it's like he's saying you have a lot of skin. Uh, yeah, I think I do have a little more skin than I should, um, which is why I'm trying to compensate for that with extra muscle. I put mm -hmm. on more muscle since. Good job. Thanks, dude. Wow, I can tell that you're trying to hold back from just throwing insults at me. I wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare? You always dare. I do dare. All right, let's 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 jump into this podcast, dude. That'll probably save a friendship. That um, probably would. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Folks, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast, also known as It Can't Be That Bad. Podcast. That's right. Uh, Alejandro, what are we doing here? Um, we are talking about bad movies, and we're making sure that people know they can still be good. They can still be good. Um, you shouldn't judge a movie by its cover. Or its actors. Or its reviews. Or its director. But you should judge them. By its content of its heart. Absolutely. Just as much as you judge people every by single day. By the color day. of their skin. Oh. Whoa. My bad. Sorry. My bad. My bad. No, on the inside, dude. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. condoning that. By the color that. of their insides. That's right. Which is all probably disgusting. Red, I would imagine. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. Um, but before we dive deep into this episode, it would be of great help if you guys could whip out your phones and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us everywhere you listen. Subscribe to us everywhere you listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to check out all of our content. Instagram content and uh, whatnot. And whatnot. Yeah, check out our whatnots. Whatnots, are the, it's a new device that we're coming out with. And so you take the whatnot. Uh-huh. And you put it in your mouth, and you just kind of let it sit there for a couple minutes, okay. and it, it'll prevent coronavirus. Wow. How much are we selling that for, Alejandro? One human child. That's all we ask for, folks. One human child between the age of... 17 and 34. There we go. That's a human child to me. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> uh, let's jump into the nitty-gritty. The oh. But we haven't... Oh, my gosh. We're working backwards. We didn't even tell the listeners what we watched. We're blue-balling them this episode. Yeah, we're... We're making them work for it. We're the ICBTB blue ballers here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you don't like that? No, I don't like that. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 No, no, no. Okay. Uh, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be innovative here. Listen, Elon Musk. Let's be a traditionalist here. Follow what works. Okay. Let's see what works. Make you America great again. Lead by example. Don't say that. Don't say that on this podcast. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's right. I was supposed to say that with you, but you just you went just straight into it, You just looked at me the whole time. I was... You didn't give any signals for okay. me to say it. Here, here, I'm giving the signal then. I'm, I'm, okay, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw is what I call it. What? I was giving you the count to five. Yeah. And what happened? I, I didn't know it was count to five. People never say count to five and then we do it. It's count to three and then we do it. I disagree. I always count to five. Do you always? Yeah, so- on the count to five, we'll do this. One, two, three, four, five. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Perfect. Well done. Uh, it's <laughs> PG-13 and was released in 2019. It has an obnoxious runtime of two hours, 17 minutes, or... 100, I'm sorry, 100 a hand. I'm so, so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. What's going on, dude? 100, I'm sorry, 136 minutes. Did you fucking glitch? What happened there? Why did you say that so many times? Um, it had a rating of 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. A 67% on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, probably our highest ICBTB movie we've done yet. Here's a real high one for you, bro. Uh-huh. 4.6 out of 5 from Walmart. Walmart. I forget. Walmart has its own reviews. Mr. Christian Balls are Square. <laughs> Would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of this film? I have the Minecraft balls, boy. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 93%. I'll give you a second try. I'm going to go with 87%. Oh, man. I'm going to give you a very close third try. 88%. God damn it. I got it? No, 86. Oh, 86? I went the wrong way? Oh, I'm actually, I am dyslexic. It's 89%. <laughs> Shit. Fuck you, dude. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> Lois, this isn't my Batman cup. Um... <laughs> Let's go ahead and read the synapses coming at you here. Right at you. Brexton Lore is a cybernetical enhance... I'm so sorry. We're going to have to cut that out. <sighs> Take two. Blah. Brexton Lore is a cybernetically enhanced soldier who possesses superhuman strength, a brilliant mind, and a lethal pathogen that could wipe out half of the world's population. 
It's now up to hulking lawman Luke Hobbs and lawless operative Deckard Shaw to put aside their past differences and work together to prevent the seemingly indestructible lore from destroying humanity. Christian, it had a budget of 200 million American dollars. I believe that. Uh, would you like to guess how much it made? 300 and... Nope, I'm going to scratch that. $465 million. Scratch that one, too. Okay. Uh, higher? Mm-hmm. $700 million. $760.4 million. Jeez, man. Slammed it out of the park, The bro. Rock really knows how to make a movie. Uh, it's produced by The Rock and Jason of Statham. Of course. Um, it's starring Dwayne The Rock, Joan Sand. Jason Statham, Vanessa Kirby, who is in this film, uh, both her acting and her face. I knew you'd really like her. Why? Nothing, just, you know. So I fucking thought. Just uh, observation. Helen Mirian's in this film. Roman Reigns is in this film. Uh, it's uh, It's got quite a bit. And I think we can reveal the cameos. Oh, yeah. We could reveal the cameos because, folks, we, we got, got a new segment for you. for you. Oh, and also spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Let's go. Let's jump into the cameos. I'm going to name 10 actors. Okay. And I would like you to guess if they're in this film. I like this. Excellent. I like this. Uh, guys, you can tell we did practice this because Christian looks shocked. This is his shocked face. Show him your shocked face. Perfect. I love having an audio medium. There um, you go. Excellent. 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 We'll start very easy. Okay. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's best friend, Kevin Hart. Yes. Oh, that's right. He's he is in this. in this film. This, yep. is a, this would be a better game to play if you hadn't seen the movie. <laughs> this would be amazing if I hadn't seen this movie. Um, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. No. No. All oh, correct. Okay, perfect. Wow, it's because I saw this film, dude. I know. This game actually is horrible for us to play. It should be for the listeners. And we we uh, leave like five seconds of silence for them to answer. And we're okay. like, wow, good job. <laughs> Do you want to play it that Let's way? Let's play it that way. That's a little bit better. All right, listeners, All as right. you hear this, answer from wherever you're listening. In the car, doing laundry. Oh, In you're Bart? probably quarantined. No, you're definitely not Oh, you're, you're definitely quarantined. Please don't um, be on Bart. All right, ask the listeners. Okay, guys, let me ask you. Is Vin Diesel in this film? Eh, wrong. You got He's it wrong. not, dummy. You're a dumbass. So stupid, daddy. Where, where did you go oh, to school? Oh, man. Um, okay, next, I got a cool one for you, buddy. All right, give it to him. Roman Reigns. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. Correct. He You're is. so smart. He is. He is. Fantastic job. Um, what about my favorite X-Men? Oh, your favorite X-Men? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Correct. Good job. Ding, 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 I know ding, ding, that ding, ding. was a stretch for all of you. It was uh, very unexpected for us. Yeah, um, you would not think of him to be a character in the Fast and Furious no. franchise whatsoever. And he even brought a couple of friends from the Deadpool movie. So, you know, that's yeah. cool too. Yeah, big um, surprise. One more round for the for the folks back home? Yeah, one more round. Let's do this for the folks back home. This is for the baddies. Okay, guys. At home. Uh, this movie had a cameo by Dame Helen Mirian. It did. did. Good job. <laughs> did you think she wasn't in the movie? Because <laughs> you made a face like you're about to say a negative. <laughs> yeah, we weren't on did the same wave like that. Did you forget? I forgot, dude. I forgot. She's Jason Statham. She's mom, in the. Bro. Yeah, she's in prison. She's, she's also in like Fast and the Furious. 
Seven, I want to say. Uh, haven't seen any of the other ones, which we'll jump into. Which we'll jump into. I think now's the time. I think now's the time. I want to ask you... All of the questions. What does this franchise mean to you, Alejandro? Oh, everything. Let me tell you something about the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> I can um, tell by your body language that you are passionate about this. You know what, what do you got to say, man? I, 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 I. You'd make a good pirate if that's how you said I, I. <laughs> you want to hear a quick pirate joke before we go into Fast and Furious? You know, I'm not opposed. Okay. What is a pirate's favorite letter? I want to say R, but you're oh, going to say you know, something most else. Most people think it's R, but it's actually the C. Oh, way to put a spin on a classic joke that still is just as effective. Um, you know what? You know what, dude? I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so Fast and the Furious franchise came out in 2001. And when that came out, I was about, mm, let's say, 28 years old. And I think when it came out, it was at a pivotal point in my life where I was just ready to see cars go fast uh and i'm gonna try to say what i know i'm gonna probably ask questions the entire time because i am completely ignorant in this realm of uh this franchise but we'll see what happens um there's a lot of fucking cameos you, you brought up Charlize theron the only thing i know about Charlize theron is that she gets a bolt cut in this new movie that's coming theaters soon right did you see the preview for that oh i did furious nine yeah she they, has an interesting they postponed bolt it for cut. another year Oh, it won't be out year? until April 2021. Jesus Christ. Yeah, thanks, coronavirus. Thanks, coronavirus. Really fucking um, it up for everyone. Yeah, Kurt Russell also makes a, a couple appearances in Are these films. Are you kidding? Films. Nope, I'm 100% serious. Like I said, Clint Eastwood's son. Uh -huh. um, Gal Gadot was a very big part of these movies for a while. How did you say your name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot? Yeah, that's how you say it. No, Gal Gadot, man. No, have you ever heard her say it? No, I've never heard her say it. Okay. Have you ever heard her say it? Yes. All right. She then. says it on TV all the time when she's getting interviewed. I rest my case. I rest. I know so many people that say Gal Gadot, and I guess I'm just, I'm just wrong. You are wrong. Okay. Always. Not always wrong. Let's not go down this road, man. You. Are, I want to go down this road. No, I don't. I you want to just argue? I have a list on my laptop here of all the times you've been wrong. No, you don't. You would never. You. You don't. You do not have the uh, uh, the work ethic to to be oh, like. Yeah? Oh, Hang on. Christian is wrong. I'm gonna write it down right now. Don't just do that. You're just taking the keyboard. Here it is. Okay, I found it right here. Here You're it is. You're typing nothing. All right, number one, Christian, you were wrong about <laughs> you're wrong about how many cats it takes to get to the moon. Number two, Christian, you're wrong about how we should treat women in society. Stop! <laughs> don't don't say that. Do not that. Do not speak these false rumors in, to our listeners. Listeners, none of that is true. None of that is true. All right, let's talk about Hobbs and Shaw now. Let's talk about Hobbs and <laughs> the Shaw. bad guy is Idris Elba. That's right. Idris Elba has been popping up a lot lately. I think. Do you think he makes a good bad guy or a better good guy? I like him as a bad guy. I kind of, I kind of like him as a bad guy, honestly. Yeah, he's a bad guy. I'd be scared of him. I'd uh, be very scared of him. Um, I do want to ask. Ask. Um, do you want to enter a new segment that we both created before this? What is it? Reviews, reviews, reviews. Oh, we want to do that right now. I do want to do that right now. Okay. So, uh, baddies. We are trying to be very innovative with this show, and we want to give you something fresh. We want to give you something new, so we came we've up with- We've done this before. <laughs> it's not fresh or new. We've literally done this before. We've done this before, but, but we, we have a name for it now. We want to slap a new name on it, uh, and the name that uh, Alejandro came up with uh, was Reviews, Reviews, Reviews. And guess what? We are going to review some reviews. All right. This one is a one-star review from Amazon. Uh, it's titled, Dumb Movie, Major Letdown from the Previews. <laughs> one star after watching this movie and taking time to think about it i have to say it was 
quote, stupid, end quote. The fight scenes are over-choreographed and looked fake. The dialogue was lame and a lot of catchphrases were cheesy. And the story is very predictable. This movie should not have been made. That's in all caps. The only reason they made this movie was to milk the franchise. I would not, all caps, recommend buying or even renting this movie. It's just dumb. That's Amazon saying that? Uh, it's, well, uh, it's a gentleman by the name of David who said that on Amazon. Oh, on Amazon. Okay. I was going to say, wow, that's uh, Amazon's really trying to uh, burn some bridges. No, uh, I mean, they make an interesting, uh, you know, but he, here we go. Here's a five-star review. Okay. Called Fast and Furious Fun from Beginning to End. I love the four alliterations with the Fs in the beginning. Fast and Furious Fun wow. from Beginning to End. Good job. I loved everything about this movie from the script to the wonderful cast, extras and all. Wow, he does love everything. Extras and, and all. all. Didn't notice any of the extras, honestly. Uh, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, and Jason Statham absolutely owned this film. The acting chemistry between these two stars was so natural and made the film even more enjoyable. Also, kudos to Vanessa Kirby, who played the sister of Jason Statham's character. She really held her own against these guys. All in all, you simply cannot go wrong with this movie. I like that guy. Okay, I like that guy. Uh, and then, what, like a middle-of-the-road kind of review also? Sure. I lo- look for a three-star. Okay, here's a three-star. Wait for once, <laughs> wait for one of those streaming services to present it to you for free. <laughs> this is actually already <laughs> my favorite very review. very realistic. This guy, this guy is honest. I haven't been to the movie theaters for years now. I always just purchase the new releases on Amazon Primes. This is one of the cheesier ones that I've bought recently. There's way too many cameos for it to be funny, and it's hard to believe that these two have no help from any government agency whatsoever. Where's MI6? The CIA? The U.S. military? Russian <laughs> military? The list goes on and on. It's like watching Dumb and Dumber just fight both verbally and physically. It's just not the right balance for me don't pay money just just watch it on streaming <laughs> wow that's my favorite review that, <laughs> Actually, that's, that, was... that guy's a comedian that guy he has some interesting points my favorite part is like just like where are the other government agencies why is no one why is it them? just them two trying to fend off this potential virus um the virus is uh, um it's very interesting that it's a virus that they're fighting especially yeah. in the time and being Idris Elba but i thought it was crazy that Vanessa Kirby thought the best idea to do would be to infect herself with the virus mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason the virus doesn't take it's like in a capsule but only for 48 hours it's such you a, know, like a weird i was weird so confused with what writing. was going on it's just a weird script macguffin at the beginning of the movie cuz that's when it happens right yeah. at the beginning of the movie there's this whole fight scene where you see uh Vanessa Kirby uh fending off all of these you almost don't know if she's on the good guys or the bad guys team i just don't know first of all you know i have no clue what this franchise is when i'm jumping in yeah when when it starts nobody knows what's going on yeah i'm already thinking like is this a person that i should know oh idris elba's in here like blocking bullets with his hands yeah he calls himself black superman constantly constantly and he kind of is black superman in this he's very fucking strong uh they they the original line was supposed to be black james bond oh but then there's a lot of controversy with that because people really he said he didn't want to say that uh hey hey but i believe it i'm for it i'm for idris elba being black james bond i'm i'm not and and but because he'd be way too old to be bond by the time it would come around to him well because they take so long to make bond movies well i mean just daniel the time for him to have been bond was when daniel craig signed on when he mm-hmm. was playing luther that was that would have been the time for idris elba to play a bond okay now he's going to be way too old i mean at I that don't, point i don't really care the fact that he's black is doesn't make a difference to me because bond is a made-up character so he can be he could be whatever any, the fuck he wants anything I, I could, actually as long as he's british i really don't care he could be indian yeah you know what i mean i could um, be bond with a british accent well 
You said you didn't care who it could be. Well, I, you're right, and you changed my mind. I guess I do care. I, I guess me. I do care. Um, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, quite a bit. Sidebar: I want to make a movie uh, about myself in the Fast and the Furious franchise about Fat Christian called "The Fat and the Curious." That's all. Oh, I thought that was going to be the bi- the biography of your first girlfriend. <laughs> Fuck you, when Christian dude. meets his first girlfriend. Fuck she was you, like, hmm, man. "Oh, he's fat and curious." Oh, I wonder how he is. Um. <clears throat> Vanessa Kirby is also in another really good spy film. So one of the things that I love about the Fast and Furious franchise is they're able to do this kind of kooky, crazy, campy, spy-esque thriller. Yes. With 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 everybody understanding what it is that they're bringing. Nobody is like half-assing it. Everyone is giving it their 100%. They're going for it all. They're making these jokes. They're saying these cheesy lines. They're driving these crazy things. Well, because they know. Selling it. They know this movie's going to sell. The, the, rock the Rock is backing it. Yeah. The last couple of Fast Furious didn't get too much traction. Yeah. But every time The Rock was there. He, it would get some traction. I mean, I don't I don't know. It is, obviously, you could break down this movie and call it stupid because almost everything in here is unrealistic. Totally, Right dude. from the beginning. Right when you see the motorcycle that drives itself, first of all, that I was like, transformer what noise? the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, it literally makes a transformer noise at one point. I thought Michael Bay made this film. They uh, have weird sound design in this film. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's talk about the guns the in guns this film, The guns make weird dude. noises. At one point, one of the guys is shooting, I think he's shooting a FAMAS, and it's just like, rah, rah, rah. It sounds You'd like hear, an engine. You don't hear any bullets it, flying. You hear screaming. I think it's just the, pre- the people holding the guns screaming at as they're shooting. I believe it was Fast Five where Vin Diesel's gun sounds legitimately different than everyone else's. Like everyone else's gun sounds like a normal gun, but anytime Vin Diesel shoots a gun, it sounds like a laser gun. Vin Diesel <laughs> wanted it to make it known that well, this is my gun shooting. He did have a writer in one of his first contracts that he wasn't allowed to lose any fights on screen. So <laughs> when he finally did have a fight with The Rock in Fast Five, what a weird it just kind of went to a draw. Really? Nobody won because The Rock wasn't going to lose and Vin Diesel wasn't going to lose. So they just kind of ended it as a draw. And uh-huh. now everyone in the original Fast and Furious family has that in their contract. So anytime any of them get in, a, they have to like keep introducing characters to like get in fights with the bad guys so that they can lose because the original five or whatever. What a weird can't formula. Lose. Yeah, they will also, not. Also, very weird that you know this much. And also very weird that the cast of the Fast and Furious... So, everyone's a prima donna. Everyone's egocentric, So dude. they got... Um, the Rock and Vin Diesel got in a huge fight at the end of Furious... Fate of the Furious. Because uh-huh. everybody knew that people were liking Hobbs and Shaw a little bit more than they were liking Vin Diesel. Because they kind of didn't like the fact that they progressed without Paul Walker. They literally just replaced him without addressing what it was. There was a couple big problems. No one's addressing Han. Like, why is everyone working with Shaw? He's the guy who killed Han. Nobody is addressing that at all. Uh-huh. He's also the reason why Gal Gadot is dead. Like, there's so many things that, there's so many problems. So a lot of people shifted over to, like, liking Hobbs and Shaw because it was a funnier, cooler duo. Uh-huh. And Vin Diesel could see it, and he hated it. And he cut scenes of the that The Rock was in in Fate and the Furious. What the? Fuck? Uh, he was supposed to be in a. Um, there was supposed to be a post credit scene for Hobbs and Shaw at the end of Fate of the Furious. Vin Diesel nixed it. So, and he, why is Vin Diesel so mad? He's already gotten so much screen time with the, this franchise with Chronicles of Riddick. I think this is just his baby, and he doesn't want somebody else to come in and kind of take over. Wow. Well, that's what's happening, and it doesn't really help the fans when they hear. Oh, you're being a prima donna about this entire thing? Well, we'll see what happens in Furious 9, because now they've shifted the narrative of Furious, because now instead of us following and finding out who the Shaw family is, we're finding out Vin Diesel's family. Who is played by Uh, by John John Cena. Cena, What I want to say about this franchise is they just keep introducing characters all the time in an unorthodox way where it's just like, 
oh, that's your brother? And, and, and not only will it be like, oh, that's your, you never told us about your brother. It's also like, he's the most wanted criminal ever. He has spread smallpox, killed hundreds of thousands of people, stolen millions of dollars. Like, oh, everybody should know who this person is. This is like a worldwide global threat. Why is this a surprise threat. to this family? Suddenly they're just like, I haven't seen him in 20 years. Like, mm-hmm. what? You haven't known anything that he's been doing for 20 years. I'm excited for when John Cena has to fight The Rock in Furious 10 because you know that's going to eventually happen. You know that's eventually going to happen in a WWE ring. (laughs) Or if they like, so when Hobbs, or I'm sorry, when Shaw first fights The Rock, Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel, okay. In Furious 7, they are fighting on the roof of a collapsing parking structure, Uh and Vin Diesel has two giant wrenches. (laughs) That <laughs> he is using a Kimbo style to fight Shaw. That sounds fake. In a fight, I would never pick up two giant wrenches. What am I, a comic book character? Literally, not just one giant wrench, but two, two giant wrenches. Can you imagine that conversation between the action no, no, coordinator? No, I want these. Did you notice that Jason Statham in this movie like never shot a gun? He's constantly no. like picking up guns and then like chooses to beat the shit out of the guy with he a just gun likes to sma- he, he wants to get physical with them. He I think, don't understand. It's probably just a cop-out to pull that trigger. That's I really why. liked... I disagree with the review because I really liked the fight choreography in this I film. Really, I thought it was some very... Some of it was very over the top. I will give but him that. But that's the entire point of it. Yeah, and but it was very interesting. Like some of the things like when... when Hobbs grabs the guy's helmet and slams him down on the ground. Like, I yes. thought that was a really cool move. Uh, Van- the fight with him and Vanessa Kirby was yes. an incredible because it's very easy to have a big guy destroy a skinny, small woman like that. Oh, but yeah. But for her to like be smart enough, like where she puts the helmet on and she's like headbutting him, like that was a good. She was very fight. agile. That she was, was using her evasiveness to her advantage. I like I like Vanessa Kirby. The first time I saw Vanessa Kirby, yeah. Uh, actually, I've seen her in a couple of things, but the first time I realized who she was, it was in Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Uh, because I went to go see that movie with. Um, uh, Shannon, and uh, and she was like, "Oh, Vanessa Kirby. She knew her from back being an, an English girl, okay, an English broad, you know, English and, broad." And uh, but yeah, I was like, "Oh, she's great. She's and she's." I knew you'd like her. I keep saying this. I knew you'd like her. I like her too. Yeah. What is it? What is it about her that you knew I would like? She's an attractive blonde girl. You just have a thing <laughs> for blondes, dude. Yeah. You just have a thing. I don't necessarily have a thing for blondes because I think usually they're out of my league <laughs> and so like i don't yeah. even try same here bro <laughs> um i just love disappointment <laughs> you love it dude it makes you want more um i will want to say talking about the fights i do think that the fighting is the best part of this movie that's mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. pulled me the most like especially in the first uh like near the first part of the movie mm-hmm. when jason statham uh is fighting and at the same time the rock is fighting they're doing yeah. their own missions and they're, yeah they're like the split screen i wanted to say the was one screen. of my favorite things really cool because you see how they wake up yes. how they go through their day how they do their missions how different their lives are and this entire time we know this is going to be a buddy cop-esque type of mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. and so in those fight scenes i thought it was so comedic because people are spinning so many times so many people are getting chopped in the throat yeah that's statham's like go-to move the, the like, throat chop throat chop Shopping? Because Apparently. I mean that is effective. I mean I I don't blame him for using that. I'd probably do that too if I got into a physical. I'm a nose puncher. I think people don't realize like the nose up. I think Ooh. people don't realize how sensitive that nose is. Like you will not control crying when your nose don't shoves up into your tear ducts. If we ever get into a physical altercation, please uh, don't do that. You. No, I already have a flat face. I would use it with my elbow though, so uh. that way I'm going to the left. So that way when you go to the doctors and you have to get it reattached, you have to have a doctor reattach your broken nose. It won't be something you can just do. If I were to get in a fight, I think the first thing I would do is punch with both my left and right fists and kick at the same time. This is what I mean about no street sports. 
<laughs> you don't know me, bro. The person would just step to the left and you would fall because you're unbalanced on one foot and then they would take your back and then put their arm around your neck and choke you out. I kind of want to stage a fake fight for you to see unknowingly. What you would do in a fight? Uh, what I So you could be like, wow, Christian's rather, actually really I good. I would rather take you to like a boxing gym and have you take like three weeks worth of lessons uh-huh. and then... And then seeing your progression from that. I did kickboxing for a little bit. Really? Yeah, I was not the best one there. Of course. Yeah, it yeah. was. And that's kind of that's kind of the whole thing about learning a martial art. Yeah, no, and like it's not like the other people were extremely experienced. It seemed like a beginner's class. I was still probably the worst one there. That My- happened. Um, I want to talk about. So this movie is all over the place. It takes a long time. It is two hours long, and then right when you think the movie's about to end, uh, they decide to go to Samoa. Samoa. I <laughs> can't believe like, we haven't talked about Samoa like yet. It's 45 minutes in Samoa. Yeah, and it seems like a different movie oh, when it, they get there. Oh, it's 100%. There. Like, this movie could have been two movies. This could have been, like, the Hobbs movie and the Shaw movie. Yeah. Where they're like, where they, oh, that would have been a really cool, like, comic book-esque thing. Like, sometimes in comic books, they'll do this thing where, like, you see Batman's version of how this event laid out and then in superman's issue you see how the mm-hmm. superman's version laid. and in both comics they're interacting with each other and you kind of see how they've talked i see and, and you're supposed like to read them concurrently with each other exactly yeah. if they would have done that with this one like make a hobbs movie where we see like all of hobbs like how he's trying to do it and then we see a shot movie where all of them how they're That's doing interesting. and then a third movie where they finally we see the, the climax of them together just kissing and just oh that's a different movie man oh sorry my bad that i don't th- I, oh, i'm sorry. not on board with that i'll say um but samoa is crazy uh, sidebar there is a lot of sexual fanfic for fast and the furious franchise i would like, not be so surprised between vin diesel and and the rock just like like wow. them two together or with women every no 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 <laughs> them two together people vin want diesel two bald Walker. men to just go at it so much fanfic about the fast and furious franchise bro there may be more fanfic than there's actual fast and furious i'm surprised canon. that you know this much that you're looking into the erotic fanfic <laughs> i didn't of look the for franchise. it I, it, it, it popped found up me it found you it found you, you. look for it it'll find you it found you at two in the morning and you stayed up until four in the morning just covered studying. in sweat <laughs> Um, anyway, so Samoa. Samoa, when they got to Samoa, this movie instantly turned into a Disney film and became all about family. But that's a Fast and Furious movie. It's, it's always it's about, all family. about family. It's all about family. That's my even in this impression. sense with the Rock and his family. Did it well, still feel like Fast and Furious? His family outside of his daughter, which comes, she comes in and out of the franchise a couple of times. Which I'm already surprised because I thought this was like the first time they used her, <laughs> no, and no, you're no. telling me this is her third this appearance, is like her third installment, <laughs> and uh, she's getting older and older with yeah, the franchise. The first time you see her, he, or actually the first time you see Hobbs, you don't see anything of his family. Then the mm-hmm. second time you see him, like, oh yeah, I got to go take care of my lady back home, and then his lady ends up being his daughter. And then the second time you see her, he's like coach of her soccer team. <laughs> he's like i can't so, even imagine so at the that same time where he's being the world's best cop he's uh-huh. also the world's best dad single the wor- dad world's best soccer dad and they never ever talk about her mom like they don't even address it like i think she may have been born in a test tube question when the rock was doing his thing in this movie uh-huh. and he calls her to ensure her safety yeah he said mm-hmm. is she with her mom no she's with is that a caretaker aunt. oh aunt yeah that's because he, he, he called he said how's auntie so-and-so taking that's care right of okay i missed that um um, but we're getting closer and closer to the climax of this film because they're in Samoa and it's so crazy. The Rock, yeah, and the rock hasn't been home because he feels like he betrayed his family, which he kind of did. Yeah. Um, what we find out is that his dad had started doing illegal, Activities. like run a chop shop and yes. smuggle drugs and things and, and got his sons into it and they all made a bunch of money and they loved it. And then the rock became part of the, 
uh, law enforcement and turned his dad in. Yeah, well, it's because his dad was getting them into some dangerous He's activities. Dang- One of his brothers died, I believe. Oh, really? I think that's what they say. Question. Are all 30 of those Samoans his siblings? Like, I think so. How many children did his mom have? I mean, his mom... Uh, they call that a Samoan litter. A Samoan litter? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that by... That's an Alejandro fact right there. Could be. I'm not going to go up to people talking about Samoa and like say, like, well, you, you know... Well, you a Samoan litter. I bet you if you talk to a Samoan and they're like, yeah, I got, I got like seven brothers and sisters, you'd be like, oh, it's Samoan litter. And then you'll see me next the next day in a cast. Dead. In a f- <laughs> Dead. Really. I'll be I'll be in my grave. There's a scene in one of the Fast and Furious where the rock is in a cast. And he has to get <laughs> up and get out of bed. And he just flexes out of the cast the like the fucking re- Hulk. The only reason I know that is because he showed me the recap uh-huh, prior uh-huh. to recording. And that is so kooky. The recap that we watched doesn't even recap all of the Fast and Furiouses. It's just from five on because we're trying to explain Hobbs and Shaw so you understand the movie. Yeah. And I think they did a pretty decent job. They did a good job. Fast and the Furious, up until Fast and the Furious 5, I would even venture to say is a different franchise. Why is that? Because it's more focused on racing in those movies. Yeah. I mean... Not that I know, but like I've noticed the clear Five is a, like transition. A heist film. Just like a straight up heist film where they're like, you know what? Fuck racing. Fuck racing. There are bigger issues out there. We want to get money. They want money. Now, everything, the stakes are way higher than just winning a race. Although these people it's fan, are- Well, it's the world now. They're literally saving the world. Hobbs says it. He's like, this will be the fourth time I've saved the world. Yeah. He's saving the he's world so nonchalant. Yeah. He's so nonchalant at this point. Um, Did you catch the nod to the Italian job movie? No. What, what was so it? when they're walking through Deckard Shaw's garage and he sees all his cars, all the McLarens, mm-hmm. he also has a tiny little Mini Coop, uh, okay. and that's a nod to the Italian job where they all where he, the movie he's in with Mark Wahlberg, yeah, yeah, yeah. the remake of the original. Oh Italian job, no, I wouldn't have caught that. Where they all driving Mini Coops. The only difference is he says we did the job in Italy. The job took place in L.A. You want to know why I also have a huge disconnect with this movie? Because you don't give a shit about cars? It's because not necessarily that I don't give a shit. It's just that um, I do when I do see a nice car, I like to acknowledge it and say, man, that's a nice, badass car. But I've never studied mm-hmm. cars. I've never well, been uh, and, that interested. And let me ask you, what to you, what makes a nice car? Um, the exterior's nice. The engine's uh, running well. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to pay too much for my gas. The gas, you know, the mileage of the car gets me from point A to point B. Dude, I don't need a super nice car. I'm not asking for you. I'm asking you what, like, when you see a car, what makes you go, like, say out loud, that's a nice car? Oh, I love vintage. Okay. I like vintage muscle cars. Like, if my go-to answer, because it is a, a common a- answer, a uh, common question to be asked to me is, like, what's your dream car? And I, you know, my gut feeling tells me to say, like, oh, I like a 1965 Mustang. Mm, probably Cherry. The boss. Like a cherry, cherry Mustang, and that—that I know that that's super vintage, and I know if that's up and running, that takes a lot of uh, maintenance. Not necessarily. Uh, those are kind of cars that were built for tinkers and people who can take care of it. So even if you have even a basic rudimentary knowledge of, of tools and, and stuff, you can take care of it. And there's plenty of books and videos and stuff written about, like especially Mustangs in, in, in that era. Not to mention clubs that you could like go to and have those old men teach you how to fix it. They would fucking love to teach you how to fix your Mustang and probably actually be cheaper than fixing your Honda right now. Have you seen my neighbor across the street? He has like two vintage Mustangs. Hey, you know, two. that's funny because Mustangs became like a symbol for like men 
You know what I mean? It became like the man's muscle car. Uh-huh. Uh, but when they created the Mustang, it was intended as a gift for secretaries. Really? Yeah. It was intended to be a gift that you could give to your secretary. Dude, I don't, I don't give a shit it what, a it, what it means in terms of like uh, gender roles back then. Well, Fuck, it looks so good. It was intended to be, a, and it's just a, this is not like passe to say anymore, but it was intended to be a woman's car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then racers found it because it had a small block engine. It was easy for, for them to tinker with and make faster. And then that's when it became a race car and became this big deal to have. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the term? rice rocket uh-huh um, what do you think about rice rockets and like all the Asians at like community I mean, colleges that have you these should rice see rockets. the first couple of Fast and Furious movies because they're all rice Paul rockets Walker drives a Toyota Supra and like okay. a dope you know neon orange Supra in the first movie uh-huh. uh, and it's it's dope as shit it's a really cool car um, but I'm I'm also partial to more vintage cars American Muscle are, are my favorite for sure yeah I've um, noticed that uh, within you yeah like the Pontiac GTO uh, the Judge I, you know I, I like a lot of those big classic cars um, Camaros are always really cool they're not so partial to Mustangs or Corvettes anymore just because they are such an overplayed car uh-huh. um, but damn Dominic drives in the other Fast and Furious movies mm-hmm. drives GTO and it is what no, he drives a Dodge Charger. Excuse me. He drives he drives a GTO in Triple X. He drives a Dodge. Oh, that's uh, right. Char- Triple X is a whole other franchise. He drives a Challenger. Fuck, I don't even know what he drives anymore. What did you think of the McLaren in this movie with the I suicide doors? I love McLaren. Well, those are actually considered. Are those suicide goal, doors? No, those are considered like gold wing doors. Oh, because they open yeah. like this? Suicide Inverted. doors open up suicide doors parallel so, to the car? No, those are Lamborghini doors. Man, I don't uh, fucking know. So a normal door opens, you know, like a normal door would. Suicide has the hinges on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, so the idea is when you get out on the street, you are not able to see cars coming from you. So mm-hmm. in a normal car, when you open the door and you're getting out on the street side, yes. you open, you look out, the first thing you see is Absolutely. cars coming. That's right. Suicide door, you open it, you can't see. because That's cause why they the call door. it a suicide door? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I didn't know why. Well, I'm learning so much about cars right now. Hey, man, this is a car podcast. It I can't do... be that cars. <laughs> Stop. That's, <laughs> you, you can't. I do that. You can't. <laughs> for, dude, at times you're very witty, but like when you come up with a new name for this podcast, you really just replace the last part of it. Um. Anything else we want to say about Samoa? Because there's some, there's a crazy. Okay, I mean, we no, get, not we, necessarily we, about Samoa, but I do want to talk about the climax. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Such a weird way to say it. I want to talk I about the climax. Talk about the climax. I don't sound. Don't exaggerate it. I don't I have sound to like exaggerate it. Yeah. That's what her impressions are. Okay, mm. then tell, talk about it, bro. We're okay, wait, we're all waiting. Fucking Idris Elba comes in with a helicopter. Tries to steal Vanessa Kirby because she has the virus. Because she's the MacGuffin. She's the MacGuffin, dude. (laughs) Vanessa Kirby is the MacGuffin of this Uh, film. Yeah, and they're getting away. And the plan is The Rock gets into uh, a a tow truck and hooks onto this helicopter. helicopter. And, And Shaw's driving. And Shaw's driving. And they're like fishing. You know what I mean? Basically fishing. He's like reeling it in. He lets it out a little bit, reels it in. And this is what I want to add is that this movie's so unrealistic because everything that is thrown, it hooks. Because Oh, and because and so the helicopter is taking off. So they're flying higher and higher, and then the, the so the truck is starting to lose ground. So what happens? Hobbs's family comes around. They're also in souped up trucks. Yeah. That all have they pull up, drop hooks, instantly connects to the other car. Which is crazy. They drop hooks and somehow they all get connected, and there's a full-on caravan of about five trucks. Five to six trucks. Yeah. That are all at one point. F- flying in the air yes and and then suddenly the rock is like 
give it the juice. And they all also have, all of these trucks also have nitrous oxide put in, which is a fast and furious yep. thing. So they push the button, you follow it through the engine, you find the fire on the yeah. outside. That pushes, the, that somehow makes these six cars stronger than a fucking helicopter. And if you don't think this, the stakes are high enough, they are on the edge of, of a, a cliff. cliff. Of a cliff, this five-truck caravan Ugh. is on land only by the first front two wheels of the front truck, and they drift alongside this cliff, and still the helicopter is not being brought down. No. Eventually, the caravan uh, detaches, and it's just the original truck that Jason Statham and The Rock is in, yep. and at one point, The Rock... <laughs> Is holding, holding the, the fucking chain that is hooked hand, onto the helicopter and holding onto the tow truck with the other hand, and he's just like, <laughs> just like. Realistically, the rock's body should have perfect. split in half. Oh, it should. I, I disagree. Oh, it's perfect. If, if I agree. If there's anyone's body who I think could hold onto a helicopter. Dude, the rock looking because, like an action figure. Because when Captain America was hanging onto that helicopter in Winter Soldier when it was trying to fly away, uh huh, I didn't think Chris Evans was buff beefy enough. enough. I was like, oh, that would rip Chris Evans in half. Yeah, he would have been. Um, but you know who's beefy enough to hold up a helicopter? Dwayne the, the Rock Ro Johnson. Dwayneson. Dwayneson. Faux show, dude. That was crazy. <laughs> that that in. <laughs> I was saying what the fuck for 15 minutes straight. I was at standing the end. up at that point when I was watching this film. At one point, I stood up and just could not sit down because I had so much adrenaline pumping in my body. Can we talk about prior to that? The Rock was wearing jeans underneath his he's, Samoan he's, garb. He's not wearing jeans. He's wearing like tactical pants. That's with right. Like, he like cargo wanna... pants. He's wearing like in like boots. And I don't understand why he and they do like a haka, which was a very moving you know experience. I don't know yeah. why that, that that was really cool, but also like out of place. Why are we doing this again? Like did The Rock just really have a hankering to show off his Samoan? <laughs> and did, was he afraid that some of us had forgotten that the rock is Samoan? And somehow they deactivate all of the weapons that Idris Elba's army is uh, equipped with. And they're fighting these bad guys with, um, with uh, what with do you like call it? Classic Samoan, native Samoan weapons. Like yes, exactly. clubs and spears. Clubs, spears, and, and swords. And a chainsaw. At one point, Jason Statham has a chainsaw. Yeah. Dude, there are crazy. There was a flamethrower in this film at one point. <sighs> You guys just got to watch this film. It's so much fun. If you've never seen any movie in the franchise before. It actually doesn't matter because this because has nothing to do with the it. The boldest. What? I don't even know how we've waited this entire episode to get to this point. What? The balls that they have to make a Fast and the Furious movie and go, you know what? What if we don't put any cars in this movie? Really? <laughs> they almost the had balls. Like, literally zero cars like not until the very end in Samoa and those aren't even cars those are all tow trucks those They're, are all like all tow rusted trucks. out patina tow trucks there's just there's like only one car chase in this film they were like we have to one, sprinkle yeah, in and one it's a McLaren and a motorcycle chase yeah so it's not even a real car chase a McLaren that supposed the Rock can't fit in a McLaren. No, that, that, guy, was one, that was the most bonkers thing in this film. No way Dwayne The Rock Johnson is fitting inside a McLaren. The Rock made the McLaren look like a Hot Wheel. Not only is he not fitting in the McLaren, he plus Vanessa Kirby plus Jason Statham are not all fitting inside the cab of a, no, a McLaren. No, that's unrealistic. Also, McLarens are like mid to rear engine cars. So there's an engine right there where, where Vanessa Kirby's sitting. Like yeah. there's nowhere for her to sit in that car. No, it's unrealistic. It's basically, what, what have they have it, had experience with clown cars before and all tried to fit in one tiny ass car? Why are you shaking your head? It just seems like a really forced joke. What are they? What are they practice with clown cars or something? What, are they, what did you go to clown school before this? Easy, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, uh, 
<laughs> Damn, do you have a, a B plus best person on C to word? The action, uh, this what do you call it? The action choreographer. The stunt choreographer. Yes. You want to look up their name so we can give them proper credit? Yes, absolutely. That's uh, that's my fault right there. And who's your B plus? As I look up the name. You know what? It may not be the best choice, but I do think that I have to give my best person on Saturday to The Rock. Not because he's the main character, but because of his producer credit. Because of what he was able to do to make this a spinoff successful. They've tried multiple times to make spinoffs of, of movies that don't end up working like this. I think, arguably, this is what's going to save the Fast and Furious franchise by creating a new franchise. Because now this gives an opportunity for them to explore other characters a little more deeply. Now we can do just a Dominic Toretto film. Now we can do just a Ludacris and Tyrese film. You know what I mean? This is opened up the gates for them to use it um an opportunity to make a bunch of different movies i don't think they will because universal is stupid and vin diesel's an idiot but uh you know what i still love it i'll give them all of my money and i will see every fast and the furious movie in theaters if i can these are definitely movies you need to see in theaters yeah i can't imagine watching this on a small tv this movie would have been way better if i saw this absolutely i wanted to see it i would have been engaged um during that time we were doing the podcast at that time yeah um, so this, I'm going to give it to the stunt coordinator, Chris O'Hara, uh, for creating Gung Fu and, uh, and the athleticism of Jason Statham. He, he directed all the stunts for Jason Statham and I'm sure of course all he the does. stunt Like when Jackie Chan does that, he, does Jackie Chan choreographs all his own fights as well. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I do want to say the the bad guy, Idris Elba is, um, working for a group called Etten and Etten. Oh, e- Eaton, Eaton, something like that. Eaton. Yeah. And, um, at one point, there's a couple little hidden Easter eggs here. Uh, at one point, one of his clothing, he has a, a Wayland Corporation tag on there. Do, okay. you, do you recognize the Wayland Corporation? No. That's from um, Prometheus and the Alien. Wayland was the company that put the Alien, the, that they own the spaceship. Okay. So, wait, so are these crossed uh, who knows? somehow? Edith Elba was in Prometheus, so you know who knows? It could be. Um, the other cool little Easter egg that, that was cool was Ryan Reynolds' whole bit where he is like the rock's friend or whatever which yeah. i think is hilarious Great. um ryan reynolds wanted that to be deadpool mm-hmm. he wanted to play deadpool in he was role. essentially playing deadpool <laughs> he is it's just as funny all of the quips that he's saying are the most dead he's even like using deadpool voice yes that entire diner scene where the rock and ryan reynolds are talking the cut the back to different so, angles so quick it was like a sitcom the rock's comedic timing is so impeccably good it's for, for really good an athlete of his caliber and and an actor of his uh size uh mm-hmm. he's his comedic timing is impeccable he truly is a very funny person And it's not like comedic timing is, is, is an easy thing it's definitely i would i mean I would john say. cena doesn't have well definitely he's not, not a, on this level not he's this funny, level but but he yeah on it uh, i think the rock can hold his own and i think that's why the rock is so successful yeah in, in all of his endeavors um Idris Elba's boss in this film is a character called the director. Yes. We don't know. It's a jumbled up voice. I thought it sounded kind of like Kylo Ren. It was kind of scary. I didn't really like it. Initially, the intention was for that to be Keanu Reeves. Really? And they wanted to have a semi-John Wirky kind of leader. Oh. Um, but that didn't end up working out. So they used Ryan Reynolds' voice sent through a, um, a synthesizer. Oh, that's what that was? Yeah. Okay, just his voice? Yeah, but that's not his I character. I wouldn't have guessed that. They haven't no, committed no, no. to who the character of the director is. But we that still is, don't know. But that is Ryan Reynolds' Because voice. at one point in the movie, they <clears> say, you don't recognize me, Shaw? Yeah. And so we're led to believe that this is someone we I know from the franchise. I bet you that's going to be Shaw's dad. You think? <laughs> and I hope, and I hope his dad, uh-huh. Mel Gibson. You hope is how good Why? <laughs> because I want this franchise to add everyone to it, dude. I want this franchise to have because if Helen Mirren 
and Jason Statham join along. The Rock is joining in five movies deep. Vanessa Kirby's joining in on a spinoff movie. Kurt Russell's joining in in movie eight. Like, there's so many big name actors that would like to be part of a fun franchise. I think Mel Gibson's one of those guys. I think Mel Gibson could be. I think what he needs right now in his life. Is a Fast and the Furious movie. It's another chance, yes. <laughs> it's a fifth chance to call a woman an anti-Semitic horrible thing. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. What did he call that cop? Sugar tits? Something bad. <laughs> I think he called it sugar tits. And then he got arrested. He got arrested <laughs> he got for arrested. drunk he was, driving. He was going to get arrested anyways. He didn't have to call it sugar tits. No. I mean, for someone that made, directed, and produced The Passion of the Christ. Apocalypto. Apocalypto. And to follow that up the by Patreon. saying sugar tits. Hey, sugar tits. What do you? No one says sugar tits anymore. Well, you know, maybe you? you could. I mean, I guess if you were like with a girlfriend, I bet you you could call. I bet you. Hang on. Let's just try. Hopefully we can do this before the episode comes out. But next time you're getting hot and heavy with Melissa, just like whisper in her and be like, you like that sugar tits? No, no. It's going to it's gonna turn into. It's not going to kill the mood, bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to enhance kill the, mood. the moment. This is what I'm going to predict. I'm going to whisper in her ear when it's getting hot and heavy. Uh-huh. Hey, how you doing, sugar tits? She's oh, no. going to laugh. Do you like that? She's going to. Oh, do you like that, sugar tits? Uh-huh. She's going to think of sugar. What's going to make her think of boba? We're going to stop being hot and heavy and we're going to go get boba. Honestly, though, you're in a long term relationship. It's not like you're never going to have sex again. I think it's worth it. I think you should do it because for the sake of the podcast and for a fun story, I think you should do I'll it. I'll have the dialogue for sure no it has to be in the moment in i can't moment. just ask her no, impromptu you, like nope i don't want you to have her, and we have to do it before she hears this episode you need to be like in ashton kutcher punked prank style bro <laughs> so you want like a hidden camera no, in no, the corner of the no. room while we're getting hot no, and heavy forget it, and forget i say it, forget it i'll do you like it. that i'll do it to melissa no what's wrong you want me to go up to your ex-girlfriends and call them sugar tits? I don't know if you, I feel like you'd weirdly be into that. I would. It would be I hilarious like, because they would all beat your ass. You think they'd beat my ass? I think all of my ex-girlfriends could handle you in a fight. I don't know, dude. I'd steamroll the shit out of your exes. Mm. I'm a big boy. Yeah, but they're all big women. No, I don't mean that at all. But also, I've been pretty like buddy-buddy <laughs> with your ex-girlfriends in the past to the point where I think... I oh, mean, oh, it would be oh. a... What? No, I'm just kidding. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't turn it into that. You know I do nothing. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? I'm so I was buddy 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 enough with them that I think I could get away with saying that and it be a joke. They'd be like, Christian, what the fuck? <laughs> well, the next time I like I hug one of your exes if she comes mm, back hey, in town, she's like, hey, sugar. None of them, none of them are ever coming back in town because I've done an incredible thing of never dating someone that I live near. All right. This is how it saves wow. me. When we do break up, a beautiful skill. I don't have to see them ever again. You're like, where are you from? New Jersey. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Where are you from? Wyoming. Never been there. That'll be cool. Perfect. Where are you from? Alaska. Perfect. <laughs> no, not Alaska. Oh, you don't like Alaskan people? No. Before we sign off, I do want to say something about Alaska while we're on the topic. Apparently, the fatter you are, the more attractive you are. So, Fat Christian would have been a big hit. <sighs> Um, so guys, check out Fast and the Furious. It's on HBO right now. Uh, it's also on HBO <laughs> Give Go. Give them more than just the Fast and the Furious because there's like 20 films. Okay. Fast check and out- Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Perfect. You can type in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Type in Hobbs Shaw. It's on HBO um, or you can HBO pay for Go. it somewhere else. Yeah, it's definitely worth, I think it's worth the money. Yeah. I think for three bucks rental, you get your three bucks worth. Yeah, sure. Three bucks, three bucks. But that's you- the limit. Well, yeah, I wouldn't pay more for it. I'd pay I'd pay fifteen bucks for the movie ticket. Sure, sure. I mean, but you watch the movies. You pay for the experience. In we'll see Fast Nine in theaters when it comes out. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, I'm gonna probably have to watch the rest of the movies before. I'm so down that. to just like 
Lock up during the quarantine, bro. Oh, watch all the festivals. Oh, I you guess did not sound excited because well, there's so many other things I'd rather watch. To be honest, watch that franchise. Watch it. Do it. I'll let you know. Ah, oh, you're not gonna do it. All right, see just you like when I gave you the Watchmen book, you still didn't read it. I still haven't read it. Ugh. It's in my room now, so I'll, I'll I'll go read that. Actually, I do want to read that. Bye, sugar tits. <laughs> Bad.